Hello. This is Sarita, also known <laughs> as Bible Study Girl. And we are here for part three of my interview with my grandma. You could hear her chuckling in the back. And you also heard Bible Study Brother with the hello intro helping me out. What's good, people? It's your boy Icarus Gray, also known as Bible Study Brother. Okay, thank you. I just had to get in there. <laughs> Sometimes I enjoy doing the hello with you. It's fun. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if you guys have been listening, I know you have been waiting, anxiously anticipating part three of this interview with my grandmother. It has been fascinating, thrilling, and you probably get to see where I get a lot of my extraness from but i love it i treasure it she can't stop she's he's talking to you bible study mama we can hear you <laughs> in the background you opened a whole bag of chips like and i'm like, like what is and then i look and i'll see mm. yeah it's her eating executive um, producing hard job yeah it is a hard job especially when you're trying to executive produce your mama but thank you for letting us use this recording space to get this done appreciate you love you mean it okay so we're back with part three with my grandma yes we were talking about us we were talking about her experience as a grandmother with her grandchildren um she we have to talk about uh, well i didn't mean to cut you off but i I know this part has to be about the the greatest spiritual gift that i think grandmother bestowed upon us was uh the honor of creativity. Yes, Grandma, you are super creative. And when we were spending see, our see, she's d- no, you, she's you. This she, is you looking at yourself. This is, I am looking at myself. When we would spend the summers with you, you would mm-hmm. come up with the best bedtime stories. Like you would Ever. weave tales. We would be anxious it, it, for it, the it, next night. You you would. It's like build, improv night or something. Exactly. Because we'd be like we'd be like. Throw us in a a, 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 a night story in, in in the middle of St. Louis. And, and she, she would, would do go. it. She would do it every night. Not like every other night. Every night she would just build like on, build every. on, build on, build on. So that's another reason we loved. <laughs> it was the best. It, amazing. And what's so amazing is I can't remember not one of the <laughs> stories I told. Cause they, they were off the top of my head, yes. and it was excellent. Like you could have wrote those down. She should have. She should good. have. I hate that we can't go back and read about the kids in the castle in St. Louis, or yeah. you know, rolling down the river, or whatever it was we would say because she would change the story on a dime. Yes, be like, but what about? Because we would ask questions, and we'd be like, but what, what happened then? And then she would just <laughs> go right I into it. It was like she was reading from a book. It is. And I will say you have been um, this is kind of off topic, but you are creative. And I guess it's because you have such a free spirit and you're so rambunctious, but you do feed into <laughs> other people's gifts. Because I was talking to my cousin oh. and she was telling me that you bought her like a clown kit because she decided she wanted to be a clown when she grew up. And you were. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 I'm two her seconds create. away from pausing this recording to beat up Bible study mama <laughs> who can't control herself. She, I can't hear. Oh, I get this buddy. Okay. Um, <laughs> she really has to have those look up face. <laughs> but yeah, you 
foster other people's creativity. Like you do have a freeness about you. You believe in like, hey, live your life, be you, yeah, be you. Pay for taekwondo lessons for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look at her face. Yep. Yep. Wasted yep. the money, but you <laughs> you invested. Listen, that clown kid didn't get used either. I ain't gonna be the only one. <laughs> but you do believe in fostering other people's gifts. Let she me ask does. you this question real quick: What do you feel like your talents are? I don't know. I really don't know what my talents are. You're an excellent, amazing I've chef. Never amazing been able chef. to figure them out. You're an amazing chef. Your greens took Joe to heaven. Oh, and he came me, back me. down to us after he finished eating them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Those were heaven. <laughs> but she's always done it. Yeah, you are an excellent cook. Very creative. You're a free spirit, Grandma. I love that about you. And you don't feel like you know what you're good at? No, I don't. Really? I really don't. Seriously. <laughs> no. Like at all. See? See? I Just really don't. Looking in the mirror here. No. I've always wondered what my talents were. Seriously. So you don't really? feel like cooking is one. Of, I will say she probably doesn't feel like cooking is one of her talents because every time she cooks, she's like, I don't know if you're going to be able to eat this, but <laughs> here, it <is. laughs> here it is. Like, what do you mean? I do you asked not know this. how good, like your cooking is the reason I cook. And then like I cooked for, like I, we had this whole thing where I would, it was just ramen. But I would send it. I, I watched a lot of Emerald, and my I was like, grandmother would come up, and she'd be staying with us on Cross Street, and I'd be like, I'm about to cook you something. And then I just go in there. I'm like, okay. And then I and I would do my show for her, and she said, I'm gonna add a little bit of this again, feeding into this crazy like, boy's talent because he like I put my foot, boy, it's ramen. Like, like she but encouraged. She would never he say doesn't that. remember that I taught him to start to cook. She did. Yeah. No, no, no. You I remember because. I was because I would just I forget how, but it was with the noodles and it was with the boiling yeah. water and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. I didn't like them to get too, too soggy. Soft. And she mm-hmm. was like, No, you have to when you get it. And then water starts boiling. You drop like I remember that. Like mm-hmm. I do remember that. I would say one of your skills is you're an encourager. You encourage people mm-hmm. in their gifts and talents. Yeah, that's you, a, that's a talent. She spent a whole summer when I made my first mixtape by myself. Riding around to my music. <laughs> and she was like, I just love it. And we ride around this to it all the time. And You're like, an encourager. Yeah. I'm so happy. Spit some bars. Uh, no. No, don't. 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 <laughs> Wait, can you? Can I do what? Rap. Or any of the songs. Do you remember any of the songs? I don't know. I oh, can't no. rap. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay. Come on. Well, it was worth the try. It'd be too embarrassing. You all would never love me again. Oh, you <laughs> know I would. You <laughs> Listen, if you doing embarrassing stuff and he does not love you, we would have stopped the love. <laughs> <laughs> you better preach, boy. <laughs> trust and believe. You, like, the thing is, you... Do more than you could ever remember for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like you were literally all of my friends' grandmother in some way, and that, but that's the all the way we had it. You made everybody feel like they were your grandchildren, whether even uh, our cousins, even cousins on my father's side of the family. Uh, like you have made everybody feel like you were special. My uh, uncle, my dad's side of the family, every, no matter where you are. He's always talking like, Chuck. yeah, he's always like, is she in town? I, I need my spades partner. I need my spades partner. <laughs> and uh, 
that that that's a gift. It like, is. Not everybody has that ability to just connect with people um on that level and you have always done stuff for us that like small stuff that kept joy or or happiness around. You know, it uh in elementary school I, I will always remember when grandma would come in town, she would bring me McDonald's. <laughs> and so I'm sitting here with um you know, nuggets and fries. And, and that to you was like when you felt like rich as a kid. Yeah. When um, you get your when you got your lunch, meal that yeah. wasn't from the cafeteria. The cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> that and um like I said, so she made sure that she knew I was devastated about not being able to go to the pool in St. Louis. So she took me and Eddie to the pool here. Mm-hmm. And then after the pool, she would get us something to eat because her snacks were always the best part of finishing swimming because <laughs> and, and by snacks i'm not saying like she pulled out some smorgasbord because it didn't take that much for me <laughs> she would literally just make me peanut butter crackers and i would eat my weight of them you were rather thin i was back but then. i ate yeah. my weight i ate but i ate it wasn't you for lack eat. of trying yeah you ate you you it used was to not eat. for lack of trying yeah you used to eat used eat, to. eat you still do <laughs> but i'm just saying now i can't eat like that because i used to like you used to gross me out but anyway um but you do have the gift of encouragement Mm -hmm. you can't think of anything no just i can't Mm. i I mean just the other day i was wondering what in the world were my talents because i thought about you know the when when the five talents were given to one Mm -hmm. and one talent and two talents Mm -hmm. and the one took the one talent and buried it and i've always wondered did i bury mine I don't think you did. No. You are definitely an encourager. Um, you're creative. You you're in, in all of us. Yes, you're an encourager. You're very creative. Um, excellent cook. Honest. You're very honest. And I do talk to you about real life stuff and real issues. I know if I want it straight, well, honestly, I can go to anybody in my family because <laughs> y'all some th- straight to the throat punching and knock it out but i do know i i feel like i probably will get more of a i don't know like an empathetic ear with you you will tell me the truth but you are not as i'm stabbing you and i mean she always starts with i don't mean no harm because <laughs> she, is I, if way. she says i don't mean no harm your feelings about to get hurt <laughs> I'm like, I don't mean no harm, but are you going out in that dress? <laughs> I don't mean no harm, baby, but that's a dumb idea. <laughs> oh. I don't mean no harm, but you well, know if she I didn't mean any harm. <laughs> <laughs> At least you'll try to cushion it. Other Was people in the family won't try to cushion it. They just go straight for the harm. Don't wear that dress. <laughs> I, I do have a, a spiritual question about like this year specifically, since we're trying to bring it Bringing current, it mm-hmm. how do you feel about this year spiritually and seeing the growth in your family, your me, and you, well, me, Sarita, mom, everyone? I I'll tell you, mm-hmm. it, it's been quite a surprise. Uh, over the years, I never thought about it. Mm-hmm. I never thought about, especially you, Joe. <laughs> I never thought that you would become a minister. It, it just never occurred to me. Mm-hmm. And I used to wonder if he knew the Lord. 
wasn't it. I mean, oh, it um, wasn't it for her. But as, let me tell as you, as we <laughs> often say, I am Booga's grandson. Yeah, you are. You are my only grandson, <laughs> and <laughs> the one I love the most. But the thing is, you know. In this life, I have seen so many amazing things. I have seen so many things that God has done mm-hmm. and how he has touched people, how he has touched my life. And when I say to you that God is everything, I really mean he is everything. Yeah, He is the air. He is the wind. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is the sun. He is each one of us. He is. God is everything. And once I realized that in my life, uh, it's just been there for me since then. I mean, God is a person I never want to leave me, and I never want to leave him. Mm-hmm. I have a comfort there, and I want to keep it there. I, Did you go ahead? I didn't have anything. I was oh. over here just, I'm, I'm listening. This um, is good stuff. Preaching. So <laughs> you're very surprised about him. Yeah, I was surprised. Okay. That, uh, not that he was would be spiritual. Mm-hmm. Don't don't get me wrong. That that part did not surprise me, but to want to go into the ministry did. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that did surprise me. <laughs> I don't necessarily know that it was a want for him though. <laughs> right, <laughs> but it has to be a want now. It has to. Oh, it's right. a want now. But I mean, the, the, and it wasn't as much kicking and screaming because it's not like I was throwing it away. But I think there were a lot of things. And people that solidified the earnest thought that I can. Because a lot of the issues with anything that was dealing with me was whether or not I believed I could actually do it. Like, even the belief in somebody telling me I could, but then telling myself, yo, you can. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest hurdle, and that's the thing that has fallen from this year, which is why bountiful blessings for everything that we do. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you, what really brought me around was before my son was killed, after mother died. Mm-hmm. You see, all the years while my mother was living, I think I thought she was God. You do? she was always there for me. Mm. She was my cushion. Mm. And once she was gone, my cushion was gone. And I had to begin to really look and to face up to some things that I had never faced up to before. You can say a person is grown and that they are on their own and living their life. But when you have someone who has been in your life all the time and has taken and lifted a lot of the burden out of your life and put it on their life, Mm -hmm. what I used to call her giving her life for me, uh, once that was gone, it was different. The world was different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't mourn it so much because I understood, you know, she had to go. But here I am, and I'm saying all the things that are God, I had put to my mother. Mm-hmm. I had put the love to my mother. Mm-hmm. I had put the praying for me to my mother. Mm-hmm. I had been put the protection of me to my mother. But it wasn't my mother. It was God all the time. Mm. And I remember I was sitting at the computer one day, and I had been a a gambler. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do it anymore. 
And I said, Lord, things have got to change. I have got to change. What I have to do is I have to put myself into your hands. And today I'm giving you me. Mm-hmm. Please take me and shape me and mold me as you would wish me to be. Because I need that. Mm. And from that moment on, I have been in a different world. Mm. And it is a world that I like better than any world mm. I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. Then I started going back to church. And I was sitting there one Sunday, and uh, I don't know, somehow I got to talking. And uh, I got up and I said, you know, I say I love the Lord. And I tell you I love the Lord. But I'm sitting up here smoking. If I love the Lord so much, I ought to be able to quit smoking. I went home, and I wrote a prayer, which I placed upon my mirror. It was still there until you redid the house. Until I moved in. Yeah. And I asked the Lord to help me. And he did. I have not smoked since. Mm -hmm. Since the 5th of August of 19, I mean, uh, 1985. It was oh, after 2000. Oh, I got a whooping. She was trying to move past it. But, oh, I got a whooping. Because I, I didn't want you smoking. Because I think at least at that point I had the rationalization that cigarettes, cancer, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I threw your cigarettes away one time. And I spanked you? Yes, ma'am. About saying something to me about smoking? No, I he threw, threw your, your cigarettes, cigarettes away. away. Oh, yeah, I spanked you. Yes, yes, yeah. you did. I spanked you. <laughs> She did. You know, sometimes she like she See, didn't I ever took, spank me. Joe took the just straight to the point approach. Like I made a whole yeah. presentation for you once about why you should stop smoking. Wait a minute. I I took the uh we have, we, yeah, sophisticated we have, yeah. approach. Like, come look at my presentation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, smoking is different. bad for you. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you just yeah, went straight in. Like, I'm throwing them away. Well, one of the other things that helped me with the smoking, too, uh, your cousin, Tamika. Mm. She used to smoke. I know. And I remember her telling me, she said, oh, you'll get the urge, but it'll go away. And I had tried to stop twice before, but eventually, whenever that urge came, I went on back into it. Mm-hmm. But this time, when... When she told me that, nobody had ever told me that before. And so when the urge came, I said, oh, honey, you just stay there, and it would go away. Mm. And I found out it would go away, and the Lord took me on through there. Mm. He delivered you. He, he sure delivered did. her. It's been so long. Like, it's been a long Because in my head, because when I was in cause high school, like you said, like that would have been after the time that you had stopped. And I was like, for a long time, I just... Be expecting, like, okay, how long? She gonna come out with this seed, but she didn't. She didn't. She was delivered. So you brought up. So you all were looking for me to go back to smoking. I wasn't. Not looking. I wasn't looking, but it was just, it was different because when you wanted to do something, you did it. Exactly. (laughs) So, like, if you wanted to go back, and it's like, (laughs) so we have it. 
when you want somebody to do something that's going to be better for themselves. Like when well, you I knew I knew you could because Aunt Doris had stopped smoking. Mm-hmm. Uncle Tweet had stopped smoking. Mm-hmm. And I, I've seen other people do it, but it just hadn't happened for me. And I really didn't want to smoke for many, many years, but I did. See, that's one thing that I like about this platform and I like for people to share their stories because you just said seeing other people make it let you know that you could make it and so I think that's why it's so important for Christians to talk about real life what life really is like for them because if that person made it he's the same guy for you you can make it too so that's why I like open honest conversation now you brought up Uncle Michael Um, I wrote about his death in the blog a little bit it's not Mm -hmm. something we ever really talk about how did your relationship with God change when he was murdered for you it got closer it got a whole lot closer because I needed him more Mm -hmm. before Michael was killed I had been praying a lot and I would get down on my knees and I would pray for Michael and I would ask God to help him because I could see that there was some serious problems coming up. And I was unable to talk to him because he would not talk to me. He he didn't want to listen to anything I said or to do anything I said or to tell me what was going on. He Mm -hmm. he just wouldn't do it. And I remember about two weeks before he died, I was at the edge of the bed and I was on my knees and I was praying. And a voice came to me, and I still tell anybody it was God. And he said to me, Michael will be killed. Mm. There is nothing that you can do about it. You can't stop it. It is all in my hands. I will take care of it. You don't have to do anything. I will take care of it. It was during a period when people were being killed by the police and everything, and the same voice said to me, that isn't over yet. It isn't over. He said, but I will take care of it. Mm-hmm. And so I have lived in that moment ever since, knowing that God will take care of everything. Mm-hmm. That is where my faith lies now, and that is where my strength is. I do forget sometimes, and I'll go to thinking about some other weird or crazy thing. Mm -hmm. But I come back to that because I know the voice that I heard, I knew it was God. Mm -hmm. Nobody has to tell me that. Nobody else has to believe that it was. But he said he would take care of it. Mm -hmm. And I believe it. And I can tell you, oh, after Michael was killed, I don't think I slept for about a month. I would pray night and day, night and day, because I wouldn't sleep, and I had to have something to hold on to. Mm -hmm. And God held on to me. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you would not be seeing me here talking to you this way. Yeah. I would be out in the loony bin somewhere. Yeah. So you feel like that made you stronger? I know it made me stronger. Mm -hmm. I know it did. I know... I know that whatever I do, I, I, I will I do things wrong still, you know. We all do. Mm-hmm. But I know that there's a greater power, a greater power that has me in his hands. Mm-hmm. And if I listen, 
And if I obey his will and do his will, he will take care of me like he's been doing all this time. You have a big heart. You are very open. I feel like that's another gift you have. You are not afraid to share your life, what's happened to you, how you made it over. Everybody is not like that. Everybody doesn't have the ability to be as articulate as you are, to even talk about it because you're not crying. But I'm over here like, Lord, don't let me embarrass <laughs> myself. <laughs> I cut it and post it. It'd be the first time I do something. <laughs> but you are like, so you feel like, do you feel like you're at a place of peace or... I have a peace. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still restless, but I have a peace that I can go to and get mm-hmm. if I get into the right mood with God. Yeah. You know, yeah. if I allow Him to feel me. Yeah. Now there are times when I come outside of that, you know, and oh, I have to go back in. We know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I'd label this episode something different to tell them what you said, but I can't. <laughs> Is there anything you feel like you want to share with people that we haven't hit on yet? Anything you feel like people need to know about your faith journey? Um, any encouraging words you think you can give to us or the people that are listening? Now, this is something that... Uh, Last night as I was going to bed, and it came to me. I mean, I don't know how people will perceive this. But we are supposed to love everybody. Mm -hmm. And a way for me and everybody else to learn to love everybody came to me. It was like, I don't know if this was a dream or what, because we was at Mount Pleasant. <laughs> and I was at the podium and I was speaking. Oh, you were preaching? Oh, I wasn't preaching. I mean, you know that little see, stand see, down there where your see, mom. See where I get it from? <laughs> see where I get it from? I don't see, mean that. The, the, okay, come on. And I was there and I noticed that you all had a few white people in the congregation. Mm-hmm. And I looked out and I said, we're all supposed to love each other. Do you think you love everybody or can you love everybody? And people didn't really respond to what I asked. Mm -hmm. And so I asked them to close their eyes. And I said, close your eyes for a minute. We as black people, we really need to learn to love each other. Mm -hmm. We need for white America, Asian America, Indian America, everybody else to love us too. Mm Mm-hmm. So what I want you to do is I want you to close your eyes. When you open them up, everybody you see, I want you to see them as black. Everybody Asian. I want every Asian to look at everybody they see and see them as Asian. Mm Mm-hmm. For every Indian, I want you to look at everybody and say, wow, they're all Indian. Caucasians look at each other and look at everybody in this world and say, ooh, the whole world is Caucasian. Mm -hmm. If we can look at each other 
and see our own race in each other, every time we look at somebody, we can treat them like our children, Mm -hmm. like our mothers, our fathers, our brothers. We can treat them like family. Mm -hmm. When we take our eyes and discern that this one is different because he is yellow, Mm -hmm. this one is white, this one is brown, and this is black, we take away the common connection Mm -hmm. of us all. Mm -hmm. We all need to open our eyes and see our own color in every person out there. Yeah, everybody. She just tapped back into the gift because as soon as she started doing it, that's how she used to tell the stories. Yeah. She'd be like, close your eyes. Mostly because she wanted us to go to sleep, but (laughs) it was. (laughs) But what you said is powerful, and that's something I, I want everybody to get. That's another reason I think it's so important for me as a black woman to tell my story so you can see that you I'm a person just like you are. Don't treat me differently because of the color of my skin. We are all humans. We are living this life together. You're a prophetess. Are yeah, you are you ready to accept your calling into the <laughs> <laughs> Will there be one <laughs> more? The doors of the church are open. The doors of the church are open. <laughs> By the you, time this comes out, I'll actually be able to do that. <laughs> you can now. I know. He told you you can I, I mean, I know, but I'm just... You're you a know. minister. <laughs> Reverend. Yeah. Reverend Bible study brother. <laughs> <laughs> I have thoroughly enjoyed talking to you on this platform. Um, I think it gives people a greater look into who I am. Cause I am a lot like you, sister. A and, lot. And like I turned you. into you. <laughs> he has. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> like Sarita will be like Bully's grandson. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> and I laugh because I'm like, I did I, I used to I because I remember I'd be like, come on, you ain't supposed to say that. But and now you I are her. Same thing. He says the same thing. I'm often like, hearing on the mic like cut, <laughs> cut it, cut, cut. Green <laughs> Um But what I want to say before we close out, and I think I don't know if you want to say it too, but I want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you for just being the most amazing grandmother a, a child could have. Excelente. Just your general honesty and like I said, the encouragement that you give to me to, to Mama City Girl has been immeasurable. Like, you know, even when you being yourself and I don't mean no harm <laughs> and you're grading the nerves, but it's like it's I I know that it's all in love. It is and, in love. And, and, and I want to make sure that I have something that I know that you heard me tell you because sometimes you know, I don't remember you saying that. But you like, know what? I really <laughs> Didn't think I influenced you all very much. I really, I didn't. And uh, after y'all got grown and I started hearing things that I had said come back, uh-huh. <laughs> I was shocked. Really? I told your mama, I said, they heard what I said. <laughs> yeah. We did. It was shocking to me I'll tell for you. that. You know, really? I drive because you told me, after we got my driver's license, you said, stay in the lane. That you need to stay in, so when you get off and stuff. So I, if I got to make a right, thirty miles down the road, I'm in the right. I hear your voice in my head when I'm driving, especially when I'm doing curves. Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's. This is just amazing. To I me. do. Like yeah. I hear your voice in my head. My grandma told me I need to 
So <laughs> I do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very. When I'm cooking, I ah somewhere. Listen, I try when I'm cooking, but you know, you don't measure stuff. You like till it look right, and I'm like, what? What is right? What is right, Grandma? <laughs> no, what she been beating that in my head for forever. You know, we're not knowing because she would just let me do it, so she would watch me. Yeah, it's just like you know, like, like you do it uh, till it looks right. And I will say, like you're a great grandma. You have been an excellent grandma. Um, do you remember telling me that you didn't want me to be a teenage mother, but I took it too far because <laughs> I still ain't had no kids. <laughs> no, I didn't, I don't remember telling you that. <laughs> you told mm-hmm. me. You know, the other thing that was prophetic about grandma, What she told me, she said, now, baby, that, that girl got things she want to go and do in her life. Y'all is going to break up. <laughs> she said, no, 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 no. You did. did. Mm-hmm. I told him she had other goals in mind. Mm. Look at you. Prophetess. She was she was trying to you know get me straight protect my heart at the time so I would like redirect and focus on because she knew I was focusing too and I'll tell you too you know my friends my bestie she says but you know if nobody else in this world loves you your grandma loves you she gonna be <laughs> there whenever I get mad I'm fussing about whatever she was like girl if you stub your pinky toe your grandma is gonna be like well what <laughs> she was like she said I've never seen anything like it like we can run this one it's yeah, not gonna it's, run over over but it can still but yeah Cause I'm gonna get all we these friend. out. Okay. Uh, no, it's fine. This one's fine. No, we, we I'm fine. One. You're fine. Oh, I'm okay. Fine. So, the one last thing that I was like always amazing is like your influence is everywhere. I get sick, and all of your remedies are the only things I want. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I have to. I've literally imparted your remedies on other people. Like, I give people hot toddies, and they want my hot toddies <laughs> like because that's what you gave to me and i'm like well this is i mean this used to always make me like i'm gonna be better as soon as i drink this so it's you know and you know it, it would just be the uh what did you, what did the honey lemon t- you called it mm-hmm. something but you had a different in like honey and, oh, lemon. I, and, and God. warm honey lemon cooked down mm-hmm. it tastes good it was, it was delicious um I used to pretend, like you said earlier, like it doesn't take much to make me go to sleep. But when we would be in St. Louis, I'd be like, oh, Grandma, I'm having a hard time going to sleep because I wanted you to make me that warm milk, not because uh, I wasn't. Because <laughs> I was supposed to say, and you know who got, and this is the, the reason when she was talking earlier about closed your eyes and stuff. I remember more of the stories because you'd go to sleep. Of course. She'd be out of there. <laughs> She would be out of there, and I would just like sit. And Grandma knew she had. I mean, I'm not like even after she'd be done with the story. And you like, know, I'm still I wrote songs last. for all three of you. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember your song, Joe, or Sarita's song, but I can always remember Janae's song. Do you think it's because she was gone for so long? I think because she left. Mm-hmm. There once was a pretty girl. Her name was Janae. A very, very pretty girl born in the month of May. Her eyes are like diamonds. They sparkle like the dew. There once was a pretty girl, and her name was Janae. <laughs> Let me... Now, 
but she don't know what her talents are. People she are don't. not just like, making I've up songs. I've gotten all of my gifts. From your granny. From my granny. From your granny. <laughs> I guess I did too. That's good. And now we have that. So yeah. I'm going to be like, you should definitely listen to this episode. Yes. If you don't listen to any other ones, shout out to our but cousin Janine. This has been great. The emotional cap that I've had to put on because I'm like, oh my God, I'm learning so many things. Yeah. But, um, it's been awesome. Yeah. So. I like and it. I enjoyed it too. I'm glad you enjoyed You're it. Natural. Let me tell y'all. I'm going to tell y'all this. <laughs> I asked Grandma. We were testing the equipment. She called one day. Joe and I were recording oh his, my God. for his great area anime, but we <laughs> he set the board up and my phone was connected to the board. And so Grandma called mm-hmm. and we were just talking, having conversation through the board. She didn't know that we weren't recording. We weren't recording. It's, it's a funny. It's a fun thing it's, to do. It's sometimes. just something fun to do. So we're sitting there talking to her and. I asked her if she would do the podcast one day, and um, she was like, yes, but I need to look at your faces when I'm <laughs> talking to I need to see. I need to know who I'm talking to. And um, I was like, yes, yeah, no big deal. Like, you're on the board right now. She was like, what? <laughs> bye. <laughs> she was like, no, no, she said, if I would have known that, I would have. I want to be on that bye. <laughs> Quick as so she I'm literally hung up. She's she like, So we are so glad you are here in person. You got to see the people you're talking to. Good. And the people, I think people will have a very positive response to this. And even if they don't, I have a very positive response to this. This has been a joy. This has been great. It's been a lot of fun. Well, thank you for coming. And now I'll get into my little spill. Okay. Um, (laughs) As you know, every day. There's a blog post from Bible Study Sister over at BibleStudyGirl.com. So go there to engage with her and her testimony. If you want to find her on social media, you can find her on Instagram at underscore Bible Study Girl, on Twitter at Bible Study Girl, the number two. And please email her at Bible Study Girl 2019. That will allow you to give all of your at gmail.com. Uh, I almost forgot that. Thank you. So go there, um, send your testimonies. Like I said, this this is to build uh, bridges. This is to build gaps because it is not I preach. It's not you preach. It's not they preach, but we preach. And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching.